We're going to begin Simon Kuf Tesvav, section 115, which explains the Tam Birchas Atachoinen, the rationale for the blessing Atachoinen. Voice if there is one halacha in this section. Halacha Aleph, Bipneisha Moisara Adam Minabahima, Hiabina Vehas Sechel, Kavu Birchas Atachoinen, Rish. Since the superiority of man over animals lies in his understanding and his intellect, the blessing which means you bestow wisdom upon man, was given first place among the intermediate blessings of Shmanasri. For if there is no understanding, there will be no prayer. Simen Kufte Zayin, section 116. Pedush Birkas Rifainu Vedina, voice Efecha, the meaning of the blessing Rifainu and the laws relating to it. Here as well, there is one halacha, halacha alaf one. Rifainu Hashem, Venedofi Yeshienu, Hulei, Hulash Nakosuv, Rifaini Hashem, Veedofi Hoshieni, Vivashea Kisilasi Otto. The request we make in Shemana Esrei, heal us, O God, and we will be healed, deliver us, etc. is an adaptation of the verse, heal me, O God, and I will be healed, deliver me, and I will be saved, for you are my praise. And that verse is in Jeremiah, Yermiyot, 17, 14, Pedek Yudzayin, Pasuk Yudalit. One should therefore not say, Refe'enu Hashem Eloikeinu, one should not say, uh, heal us, God, our Lord, but should echo the wording of the verse. Okay. Now, even though, as a rule, when a verse is written in the singular, we should not paraphrase it in the plural. Here, we use plural terms for a verse that uses the singular. So in explanation, some authorities argue that the above prohibition, again, which is that when a verse is written in the singular, we should not paraphrase it in the plural. So that applies only when one intends to read a verse or translate it. Only then is one not permitted to change the wording of Scripture. When, by contrast, one recites it as a prayer or a request, so then the wording of the verse may be adapted to one's current needs and the nature of the supplication or request. Other authorities maintain that the rationale for the above leniency is that the prohibition against changing the wording applies only when one is reciting the entire psalm, kola mizmar, or the entire passage in order. So in such an instance, even if one is reciting it as a prayer or a request, it is forbidden to alter its wording. When, however, one is praying and citing verses here and there, one may change the wording from the singular to the plural and from the plural to the singular. One should be stringent and follow their rulings never to change an entire psalm from singular to plural or the reverse, even when reciting it as a prayer. In addition, one should not alter the wording of even a single verse unless it is being recited as a prayer or a request. 
as explained according to the first opinion. And in conclusion, Al Rebbe says in parentheses, the rationale is that even according to the latter opinion, it is possible that license to alter the wording of a verse was granted only in such a situation. In other words, it is possible that the latter opinion agrees that even when one is not reciting an entire psalm, changes in a verse or verses should not be made unless for the purpose of prayer. Hence, even if one wanted to rely on the latter opinion, there was no license to alter a verse when reciting it outside the context of prayer. Okay, so today we explained the reason for the bracha atta um, which uh, the reason is explained that since the superiority of man over animals lies in, in, in man's understanding and intellect, so that's why the first bracha that we say is um, the bracha atta which Hashem gives us wisdom, because if there is no bina, if there's no understanding, so then there will be no prayer. We also discussed the meaning of the blessing rifa'enu, blessing for healing, as well as the halachas pertaining to it. This concludes today's shir.